Three Sisters by Anton Chekhov. Translated and adapted for audio by G.D. Kimball. Directed by Daniel G. Usan. Dad died exactly one year ago today. The 5th of May. Your name day, Arena. It was really cold, snowing, and I didn't think I'd survive. You had fainted, and I was scared you'd gone and died too. But now a year has passed, and it's easier to think about. You're even in your white dress, and your face is beaming. It was exactly one year ago. Now. I remember at his funeral there was music playing from somewhere in the cemetery, and they fired a 21-gun salute. And I was surprised. He was a general and commanded an entire brigade, but almost no one came to pay their respects. Then again, it was raining. Heavy rain. And snow. Why are you even thinking about this? It's really warm today, so we can keep the windows open, even though the birches haven't bloomed and aren't anything to see just yet. Dad got promoted, left Moscow, and took us with him 11 years ago. I remember it was at the beginning of May, and in Moscow, everything is already in bloom and sunny and warm. That was 11 years ago, and I remember every moment of it like it was yesterday. Oh my God, this morning, I woke up and saw all the light through the window, and I looked out and saw the springtime, and my heart filled with so much joy that I passionately wanted to go home. Hell no. That's nonsense. Masha, whistling today, how could you? All day, every day, while I'm teaching at the high school, my head is throbbing, and I have such negative thoughts that I'm afraid I'm becoming an old woman. Really, the entire four years I've worked there, I felt like my youth and happiness are being wrung out of me bit by bit. I only have one dream, one goal, that gets stronger and stronger each day. To go to Moscow! To sell the house, drop everything, and go to Moscow. Yes, I wish I was in Moscow. <laughs> I think our brother Andre is on his way to becoming a professor, but even that's not enough to keep him here. Poor Masha will be the only one left. Masha can come stay with us in Moscow every summer. God willing, everything will work out. What a beautiful day. I don't know why, but I'm so happy. This morning, I remembered it was my name day, and I was ecstatic. I was thinking about when we were little, and Mama was still alive. I was having so many wonderful thoughts. Irina, you're glowing today, more beautiful than usual. And Masha, of course, is also beautiful. Andre would be beautiful, but he's gotten fat, and he doesn't wear it well. I've gotten old, and I've lost too much weight. Purely through stress, I'm sure. I'm always angry with the girls at the high school, but just for today, I'm free. I'm at home without a headache, and I feel younger than I did yesterday. I'm only 28, 
everything is fine, hallelujah, but it seems to me things could be better if I just got married and sat at home all day. I would love my husband. Captain, you're talking nonsense, and I'm tired of hearing it. Good afternoon, ladies. I forgot to tell you earlier, our new artillery commander, Lieutenant Colonel Vershinin, will come by to introduce himself today. How nice! Is he old? Not so much. Maybe 40, 45 at the most. Seems like a good guy. He's not stupid. Though he does like to talk. Is he interesting? Yes. Sure. Wife, two daughters, mother-in-law. This is his second marriage. Everyone he meets, he tells them about his wife, two daughters, and mother-in-law. He'll tell you about them today. You'll see. The wife, she's not quite all there. She wears her hair in long braids like a little girl and gushes over every little thing like one too. She has a lot of insane theories about trivial things and always says she's going to kill herself. Just to get his attention, probably. I would have left her a long time ago, but he stays and complains to us about it. Ivan Romanich, my dear Ivan Romanich. Yes, hello. What is it, my dear? Why am I so happy today, Doctor? I feel like I'm flying through a big blue wide open sky surrounded by majestic white birds. Diagnose me, Doctor. Why do I feel like this? Oh, Irina, my dear little bird. This morning, when I was taking a bath, I had an epiphany. Everything in the world is clear to me now, and I know exactly how I want to live, Ivan Romanich. I know it. A person must work. Work under the sweat of their brow, no matter who they are. That, and that alone, is the only real meaning of this life. Their happiness, their delight. How right and noble it is to be a worker who rises at the crack of dawn and breaks rocks in the street. Or a shepherd. Or a teacher who guides the children. Or an engineer on a train. Or, for God's sake, not a person at all. It's better to be an ox. It's better to be a dumb horse, if only to work, than to be a young woman who wakes up at noon, then takes her coffee in bed, then plays in her closet for two hours. It's disgraceful. It's embarrassing. When it's hot outside, a man's need for water is as strong as my need to work. From now on, if I don't get up early to work, I want you to turn your back on me, Ivan Romanich and refuse to give me your friendship. I will. I will refuse. Our father, being a good soldier, taught us to be up at seven o'clock sharp. Now, Irina wakes up at seven and lies there pondering something until nine. (laughs) And her face is so serious. Because you think of me as a child and think it's strange when I'm serious about something. I'm 20 years old. My God, I understand longing for work. I've never worked a day in my life. I was born rich and lazy in Petersburg to a family that had never worked and never worried. When I was a boy, I'd come home and the servants would pull off my boots, and I'd wiggle and squirm, impatient, rude. 
My mother would look at me as if I was the greatest thing in the world that she couldn't understand when other people didn't think so too. I was sheltered from work. But it's too late now. A new society is marching at us, all of us. There's a healthy, powerful storm gathering, and it's already close. Soon, it's going to blow away our apathy, entropy, and antipathy to work. And we'll all be the better for it. I will work, and in just a generation or two, we'll all work. <laughs> Not me. You don't count. In a generation or two, Doctor, you'll be dead, thank God. And dear Baron, in two or three years, you'll have had a stroke. Or I'll finally have had enough of you and put a bullet in your head. <laughs> I've never really worked, either. I never lifted a finger or read another book once I graduated from the university. I just sit around reading the newspaper. Oh, yeah, that's for me. Someone is here to see me. I'll be right back. He's up to something. Well, no doubt. Did you see his face? He's on a mission. You know he's bringing back a present for you, right? Oh, I don't like that. I agree. It's terrible. He keeps doing stupid things. There stands a green oak by the sea And a chain of bright gold is around it And a chain of bright gold is around it You're not very sunny today, Masha. Are you leaving? Where are you going? Home. That's strange. It's Irina's name day. Anyway, I'll be back this evening. Goodbye, dear. Mwah. Many happy returns, even though I've said it already. When Dad was alive, every time one of us had a birthday or name day, 30 or 40 officers would come here, and the house would be full of noise and laughter and fun. Today, we have what? A man and a half? And the house is as quiet as a desert. Well, I'm off. I'm not very sunny today, so please ignore me. <laughs> we'll talk later. But for now, goodbye. I have to leave. You're being very strange. I understand, Masha. I do. When men discuss philosophy, they actually discuss philosophy. Or at the very least, sophistry. But when women talk philosophy, it's just horseshit. What did you say, you son of a bitch? Oh, nothing. I didn't mean to poke the bear. Hmm. <laughs> Olga, stop crying. Right through here, dear. Come in, come in. Don't worry, your feet are clean. I checked. Miss Arena? Yes, Aunt Fisa. Miss Arena, you know Farapont? Of course. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Farapont has delivered a cake for you, courtesy of the county council, specifically from Chairman Protopopov. Please thank him for me. What? Please thank him for me. And Fisa, give Farapont a bit of food for his trouble. What? Come on, you dusty old fart. Come on! I don't like Protopotov. Don't invite him here. He didn't. Well, don't. The good doctor has returned. Ta-da! <gasps> a silver 
Governor Samovar. It's horrible. My dear Ivan Romanich, why do you have this? no shame? <laughs> I told you so. My, my dear sweet girls, you're the only things I have in my life that matter. The only things I love. I'm almost 60, an old man. I'm a lonely, worthless old man. And the only valuable thing I have is my love for you. Without it, I would have been dead a long time ago. I've known you from the moment I delivered you, Irina. And I was the first person to hold you in their arms. That was 20 years ago. I loved your late mother so very much. But why buy such expensive gifts? Now well, I'll just get rid of it, whatever you want. Expensive gifts. Anfisa, uh, come take my horrible gift away. Girls, there's a strange colonel in the foyer. He's already taken off his coat and he's coming in. Um, Irina, Irinushka, you be nice to him. There's not enough time to serve a proper lunch to any guests. Ah, he's made it. Lieutenant Colonel Vershinin. Hello. I'm sorry it's taken this long to introduce myself, but finally, it's so lovely to meet you. I'm Vershinin. Amazing. Look at how you girls, women, have grown. Please, come in. Sit down. We're thrilled to have you. I'm so glad, thank you. The Prozorov sisters. I remember you as three young girls. I'm not good with faces, but I absolutely remember General Prozorov uh, Colonel Prozorov back then had three daughters. You see, Alexander Ignatyevich is from Moscow. <gasps> Moscow? You're from Moscow? Yes. I served under your father when he was the battery commander. You! I suddenly remember your face. You're Maria. I don't remember you at all. And you may call me Masha. I will. Thank you. And you must be Olga Sergeyevna, the eldest, and you are Irina, the youngest. It's wonderful to meet you and to have another Moscovite in the house. I I hope so, yes. I studied in Moscow, then spent most of my career there, under your father's command. I was very sorry to hear about his passing. I think of him very fondly, and I'm honored to inherit his command here. None of you will remember this, but... I actually used to visit your home quite often to see him. We're moving back there. Hopefully by the fall, back to our hometown and our little house on Basmania Street. (laughs) Well, you've made their day, Colonel. They found a kindred spirit in you and... Oh! 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 I do know you! The lovesick major! Olga, don't you remember? Colonel Vershinin, when we were little, we'd see you around the garrison chasing after this one particular girl. Everyone made fun of you and called you the lovesick major. Uh, The lovesick major. Yes, that was me. (laughs) You had a mustache then. (laughs) Oh, you're so much older. Yeah, you've gotten so old. (laughs) When they called me the lovesick major, I was very young and very in love. Now, neither, really. But your hair isn't gray yet, so you're old, but not old, old. I've just made 43. Anyhow, how long has it been since you've seen beloved Moscow? 
Eleven years. What street did you live on? Tasmania. Just like us. Before that, I was on German Street. And every morning on my walk to the garrison, I would pass over this very gloomy bridge with violent, rushing water underneath. It always made me very sad. But here, you have such a wide, beautiful river. A, a perfect river. It's cold. It's always cold here. And there's mosquitoes. What are you talking about? This is good, nourishing, Russian weather you have here. The river, uh, the forests, birch forests, too. I love birches. They're my favorite tree. Life is good here. The only strange thing is that the train station is 20 miles away. No one can seem to explain why. I know why. Because if it were close, it wouldn't be so far. And because it's far, we can't say it's close. Vasily Vasilovich, ladies and gentlemen. Vasily Vasilovich. Colonel, now I think I remember you. Do you? I knew your mother well, too. She was a good woman. God rest her soul. She's buried in Moscow. You know, I'm starting to forget her face. Someday everyone will forget us, too. Yes, they will. And that's everyone's faith. And there's nothing we can do about it. Everything we think now is so serious and important, monumental even, there, there will be a time when it will be thought absolutely insignificant, if not forgotten altogether. And the interesting part is, there's no way to project what will be looked on as high and sublime, and what will be disregarded as low and worthless. Didn't the discoveries of Copernicus, or Columbus, let's say, seem unnecessary and silly at first? Meanwhile, some nonsense written by a crazy person seemed like a revelatory truth. Maybe our lives as we know them, which seem so right and normal, will someday be remembered as strange, uncomfortable, foolish, dirty, perhaps even sinful. But who knows? Maybe our lives will be remembered respectfully and called noble. We've ended torture and capital punishment in this country. We've managed to keep the borders secure. But, then again, there is still so much suffering. Blah, blah, blah. See what you've started? The Baron would gladly miss a meal as long as you'd let him keep arguing. Get away from me, Vasily Vasilievich. You're so boring. Blah, blah, blah. But you must admit, Colonel, despite the suffering we still see society has improved. Morally, I mean. Absolutely. Oh, well, Baron, you just said society is high, but the people are low. Well, which is it? Oh, look how short I am. So to make up for it, I guess I must say that my life is a grand lofty thing. That's our brother Andre playing. He's the genius of the family. And he's going to be a professor. Dad, soldier. Andre, professor. That's what Dad wanted. We teased him too much today. It seems he's a bit in love. With this local girl. I'm sure she'll pop by later. You should see how she dresses. It's not 
ugly exactly or even unfashionable to be honest is just desperate for attention some strange yellow skirt with a sort of horrible fringe and a red blouse and her skin she's as pale as paper andre's not in love after all he has taste i'm fairly convinced he's just playing a prank on us yesterday I heard a rumor she was marrying Protopata from the city council. Which is fine for her. Andre, dear, uh, come here for a minute. This is our dear brother, Andre Sergeyevich. Vershinin. Prozorov. Are you our new battery commander? And guess what? Alexander Ignatyevich is from Moscow. Oof, you poor bastard. Now my sisters won't leave you alone. Oh, I've already been boring them to death. Look at this darling little picture frame Andre gave me today. He made it himself. Yes, that's uh, something. He also made that one over the piano. He's a scholar, a musician, an excellent woodworker, a true renaissance man. Andre, don't go away. He's always going away. Come back! Come back! Let us love you! Please, leave me alone. Don't be so sensitive. Alexander Ignatyevich used to be called the lovesick major, and he turned out all right. I turned out all right. I'm going to call you the lovesick fiddler. <gasps> or the lovesick professor! Yes! Oh, that's it! Oh, look at him. He's in love. Our little Andreyushka is in love. Andre's, Andre's in love. love. Andre's, Andre's in love. love. <laughs> <laughs> For love alone did nature put us on this earth. Come on, Andreyushka, give us a kiss. <laughs> Stop! Stop it! I've been awake all night and I'm not in the mood. I was up reading till 4 a.m. Tried to sleep. Nothing happened. I thought about this. I thought about that. My head was in a million pieces. The next thing I know, there's light coming through the window. (sighs) While I'm here this summer, I'm going to translate a book from English. Do you know English? Oh, yes. Our father... God rest his soul, was obsessed with our education, almost violently so. It's embarrassing to admit, but since he died, I've gotten really fat, just in one year. It's like my body knew it was free from his attention. Thanks to him, my sisters and I know French, German, and English. And Irina also knows Italian. But we earned it. Trust me. Knowing three languages in this town is a useless luxury. Not even a luxury. It's more of a freakish oddity, like having a sixth finger. We know too much for our own good. Well, I'll be damned. (laughs) You do know too much. But I can't imagine there being a place that's so backward and empty that it has no use for intelligent, cultured people. Let's assume that alongside the hundred thousand idiots in this town, there are only three of you. You can't defeat the mob, obviously. Over the course of your life, you'll have to give in. 
bit by bit until you're finally just one of them. But you'll have left your mark. After you're gone, there could be six or twelve that appear that you've inspired and are like you. Then more and more, and it goes on like that until the majority are people like you. In two or three hundred years, life on Earth could be unimaginably beautiful and amazing. People need a life like that. And if it doesn't exist now, we have to look for it, wait for it, dream about it, and work on it. We must learn and know more than our fathers and grandfathers learned and knew. So, <laughs> don't worry about knowing too much. Maybe I will stay for lunch. Goodness, someone should have written all that down. Andre, do you... Oh, he's gone. I agree with you, Colonel. The future could be beautiful. But we have to earn that now. We have to work. Yes, indeed. You have so many flowers here. What a beautiful home. I'm jealous. I've spent my life in single-room apartments with nothing but two chairs, a couch, and a stove that always smokes. Never any flowers. Yes, indeed. We all must work. I guess you think my Germanness is showing, but my name aside, I'm all Russian. I don't even speak German. My father was baptized Orthodox. I often wonder, what if we could do it all over again, knowing what we know now? We'd live a full life as a sort of rough draft. Then, when that's over, we do it again. And I don't think any of us would do it the same way. At the very least, you'd make sure you always had a room like this, full of flowers and light. I have a wife, two girls, and my wife is... unwell, etc., etc., if I could start over, I wouldn't get married. My sweet sister-in-law, Irina, congratulations on your name day, and I sincerely wish you health, happiness, and everything a girl your age desires. And let me give you this book as a present. <laughs> it's the 50-year history of our local high school, written by me. Just a little thing I wrote out of boredom. But all the same, do read it. Hello, everyone. Oh, a new person. I'm Kaligan. I teach at the high school. Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Rashidin. Oh, yes. Irina, in this book, you'll find a list of everyone who's graduated from the high school over the last 50 years. Feki quod polchui, faciant meliora potentis. <laughs> ah, Masha, my lovely wife, I didn't see you there. Mm. You gave me this book for Easter. I couldn't have. Oh, well, anyway, give it to uh, Vershinin. Take it, Colonel. You can read it when you get bored. Thank you. Well, I'm happy to have met all of you. Are you leaving? Don't! Stay and have lunch with us. You're very welcome. Please, I insist. I didn't realize I'd interrupted Irena's name day. I'm sorry, I, I don't have a gift, and I didn't even say congratulations. Not at all. I'll show you to the dining room. Hmm. Today is Sunday, a day of rest, so let's all rest and have fun together in a manner befitting our age and position. <laughs> hmm. Oh, these rugs will need to be taken up and stored in mothballs for the winter. The ancient Romans were a healthy people because they knew when to work hard and when to play hard. They had mensana in corpore sano. <laughs> Their lives had a tried and true pattern. Our school's headmaster says the main thing in every man's life is structure. 
You see, whatever loses its shape ceases to be. And that's just as true in ordinary life. <laughs> oh, Masha loves me. My wife loves me. <laughs> oh, also, these curtains should go with the rugs. Hmm. I am in such a good mood. Uh, don't forget, Masha, we're going to the headmaster's house today at four. He's arranged a little soiree for all the teachers and our families. I'm not going. <gasps> Why not? We'll talk about it later. Oh. Fine. I'll go. Just stop bothering me. I'll be in the dining room. Then we will spend the evening with the headmaster. <laughs> Despite his failing health, he prizes being social above everything else. He has an excellent personality. A truly great man. Oh, yesterday, after our faculty meeting, he said to me, <clears throat> I'm tired, Fyodor Ilyich. I'm so tired. <laughs> hmm. Irina, did you know your clock is seven minutes fast? Yeah, uh, yes, he says he's tired. <laughs> Lunch is served. You're about to see a culinary masterpiece. Oh, my dear Olga. Yesterday, I worked from dawn to 11 o'clock at night. I was exhausted, but today, I'm so happy. <laughs> Let's eat. Oh, there's a pie. Listen, doctor, don't drink too much today. Do you hear me? It's bad for you. Ah, that's all behind me. I haven't been drunk in two years. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Still, don't you dare drink today. Don't you dare. I should be drinking, damn it. I had a, another boring party at the headmaster's. That's easy. Don't go. Just don't go, dear. That's easy for you to say. It's my miserable life. Shh. There, there. Don't get upset. Blah, blah, blah. Shut up, Solyany. Blah, blah, blah. Here's to your health, Colonel Vashinin. I'm a teacher out in the world, but at home, I'm only Masha's loving husband. <laughs> she is sweet. Very sweet. I'll drink to that. To your health. I'm very happy to be here with all of you. Oh, cheers. 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 Masha's in a very odd mood today, Baron. When she was 18 and married Kaligan, she thought he was the smartest man in the world. Now, she knows he isn't. He might be the kindest, but he's not the smartest. Andre, are you coming to lunch? Yes! Jesus! What else is on your mind, Irinuska? I don't like your friend, Solyoni. He scares me. Everything he says is an insult or some nonsense. He's a strange one. I actually feel sorry for him. And annoyed with him, but mostly sorry. I think he's shy. When we're alone, he can be very smart and engaging and funny. But put him among people, he turns into an asshole. A bully. But don't let him upset you. Stay here with me. Tell me what's on your mind. Irina Sergeyevna, you're only 20, and I'm only almost 30. Just think of how many years that could be for us together. A long string of days full of my love for you. Baron, Nikolai, don't do this. Not now. I have such a passion for life and growth and hard work. Now that passion includes you, Irina. And it all fits together because you're so wonderful. And life with you seems just as wonderful. 
tell me what's on your mind. You think life is so wonderful, but what if it isn't? What if it only looks that way? Because for me and my sisters, it's not. Life has choked us like weeds around our necks. Damn it, I'm starting to cry. I don't want to cry in front of everyone. There. What we need is work. Real work. That's why the three of us are so sad and everything looks so empty. Because we don't know what hard work is. We come from a family that's always despised work. Everyone started lunch without me. I'm so late. Do you love my hair, though? Dear Irina Sergeyevna, congratulations. You have so many guests. I'm so embarrassed. Hello, Baron Tuzenbach. Everyone, look. Natasha's here. Here with the girl of the hour. So many guests, though. I'm so embarrassed. No worries. We're all friends here. We're just glad you made it in your pink dress. With a green belt. What? Oh, honey. That's not good. Is it bad luck? No, it just doesn't match. Really? But it's not green green, it's beige. I heard that earth tones were in. Come on, sit down. I hope you find a nice fellow to marry soon, Arena. It's time you got out of the house. I hope you do too, Natasha. Natasha already has a fiancé. Let's all get drunk today. Let's swim in the wine. Oh, I am taking points off your conduct grade today. <laughs> this liqueur is really delicious. What's it made of? Cockroaches. Oh, Ew. my God. Uh. What a disgusting thing to say. <laughs> Everyone, for dinner tonight, we'll be having roast turkey and apple pie. We'll be preparing all afternoon and evening, so please come over again tonight. May I come, too? Please do. It's very casual around here. For love alone did nature put us on this earth. Right, Andre? Does anyone here ever get tired of being an asshole? Hello, everyone. We made it. Oh, you're already eating. <laughs> ah, hell, I forgot I invited Fedotic and Rode. Is that why you're already eating? No, it's because you're late. What are you carrying? Flowers for you. And a camera. Hold still. One more, just a second. Good. That should do it. Congratulations, Arena. I wish you all the world. What gorgeous weather today. All morning I was out with the students. I'm teaching gymnastics at the high school now. Hold still, Irina. Got it. You look great today. This is for you as well. It's nothing big. A little child's toy. I thought you'd like it. it makes a funny noise when you spin it. How lovely. Thank you. There stands a green oak by the sea. And the chain of bright gold is around it. And the chain of bright gold is around it. Why have I had it in my head all morning? Ooh, there's 13 of us here today. So what? Are you superstitious? <laughs> well, as the saying goes, if there are 13 at the table, then some of them are lovers. You're not one of them, are you, doctor? <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> 
I may be a dirty old man, but for the life of me, I can't figure out why Natasha was embarrassed. <laughs> Stop laughing at me! Don't pay any attention to them. Wait, Natasha! Don't leave! Come over here with me, where no one can see us. I'm so embarrassed. I never even know what anyone is talking about, and they all make fun of me. I know the way I left the table was rude, but I can't take it anymore. Please. Please listen, Natasha. Darling, everyone is just playing with you. They're all good people. They're really sweet, and they love you. They love us both. Just talk to me. No one can hear us now. I'm not used to being with people. Oh, my sweet, sweet girl. Don't worry so much. Just trust me. I'm so happy with you. You knocked me off my feet when we met, and I'm so proud to be with you now. I've never loved anyone like this before, and I can't wait to make you my wife. Just trust in me and kiss me, then everything will be all right. Two years later, the Prozorov house, dark. Natasha! Oh! Oh my god! Andre! What are you doing there in the dark? I thought you were upstairs, reading. What are you doing in the dark? Where are you going? I was just... checking to see if the fire was burning. It's not. The servants are all so focused on the holiday. I have to do everything myself. Last night, someone left a candle burning in the dining room. I don't know who, but I put it out. What time is it? A quarter past eight. (gasps) Olga and Irina aren't home. Olga's still at the high school, and Irina's at the telegraph office. Both still working, poor things. Just this morning, I told Irina, take better care of yourself, dear. She ignored me. You said it's a quarter past eight? I think our little Bobic is sick. Why is he so cold? Yesterday he had a fever. Today he's cold all over. I'm really worried. It's nothing, Natasha. He's a healthy baby. We should put him on a strict diet. I'm so worried. And maskers are supposed to be coming by here to sing for us at 10 o'clock? I don't think they should. I don't know if that's... It's carnival, after all, and we did invite them. Today, the baby woke up, suddenly looked at me and smiled. I said, good morning. Good morning, Bobby. Say good morning to mommy. Say good morning to mommy, sweetie. And he laughed and laughed. He wanted to say it. Children understand. They understand everything around them. So the maskers can't come, and that's that. That's up to my sisters. This is their house. Maybe, but they'll do what I want. They're very sweet. 
All right, I'm going. I'm having yogurt for dinner. I researched it. They say you have to eat yogurt every day if you want to lose weight. Andre, Bubik is very cold all the time. It's his nursery. It's too cold in there. It's drafty. He should sleep in another room, at least until the summer. Like, say, Irina's bedroom is perfect for a baby. It's nice and sunny and warm in there all day long. So that's that. I'm going to tell her she has to share a room with Olga. She's not at home during the day anyway. She just sleeps here. Andreyushka, why aren't you saying anything? I was thinking maybe nothing. Never mind. Oh, I meant to tell you. Farapont is here from the county council. He wants to see you. <sighs> Let him. I'll leave you two alone. Hello there, old-timer. What's the good word? Chairman Protopopov sent this book and these papers for you. So, here they are. That's fine, thank you. Just set them down. But why did you come earlier? It's almost nine o'clock. What's that? I said, why'd you come so late? It's nine o'clock! Well, sir, I knocked earlier, but the servants wouldn't let me in. They said, Mr. Andre is busy. What could I do? If you're busy, you're busy. And I have nowhere else to be. So I waited. Now, here I am. What? I didn't say anything. Tomorrow is Friday and there's no council meeting, but I'll go down there anyway. I'll busy myself with something or other. It gets very boring here during the day. Can I tell you, life is a funny thing. I had absolutely nothing to do today and I wound up thumbing through my own notebooks from school. I started laughing at myself. I mean, <laughs> good lord, I'm the secretary of the county council. The county council in this town, headed by Protopopov. I'm the secretary. And the very best I can hope for is to be a full-fledged member of the county council. Me. <laughs> Me! Who lies awake at night fantasizing that I'm a professor at Moscow University, a world-famous scholar, the pride of Russia. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't catch that. I don't hear too well. Yes, I know. If I thought you could hear me, I wouldn't have said all that. I need someone to talk to, but my wife really has no idea who I am. And my sisters scare the hell out of me. I don't know why. I'm afraid that they'll laugh at me or embarrass me. I don't drink. I hate bars. But I'd give anything to be sitting in a tavern right now in Moscow. Somewhere elegant in a chic part of town like Testov's or a cocktail room in the Bolshoi. Moscow, you say? Hmm. Just the other day I heard a story about a man in Moscow who ate 40 pancakes in one sitting and almost died. I think it was 40. Maybe it was 50. I can't remember. In Moscow, you can sit in a huge restaurant and you don't know anyone and no one knows you, but at the same time, you don't feel like a stranger. Then here, you know everyone. 
and everyone knows you, but you're still a stranger. Only a stranger. Strange and alone. What? Nothing. And the same man who told me that story? Maybe he was lying, I don't know. He says there's a single rope stretched all across Moscow. For what? I don't know, but that's what he said. That's nonsense. Have you ever been to Moscow? Nope. (laughs) Wasn't God's will. Can I leave? Yes. Go. Take care. I'll sign these papers tonight, and in the morning you can take them back to the... And he's gone. Fair enough. Yes, Natasha. I'm coming. Do you see what I mean, Masha? I don't know, Colonel. I don't know. We're such creatures of habit. After Dad died, we couldn't get used to not having soldiers around, but habits aside, to be fair, I don't know how it is in other towns, but here, the best and brightest are always soldiers. I'm really thirsty. Could we have tea? The maid will bring some soon. I got married when I was 18, and I was afraid of my husband because he was a respected teacher, and I barely made it through school. He seemed so bright and educated and important, and now, unfortunately, I see he's not any of those things. I see. I never talk about my husband. I'm used to him, but... I find civilians in general to be ignorant and uncultured and rude. I hate rudeness. It really bothers me. And I take it personally. I literally get physically ill when I meet men who aren't subtle or clever or even kind. When I'm around my husband's colleagues, I die a little inside. Yes. I think it doesn't matter if a man is an officer or a civilian. I'm equally disinterested in them, at least in this town. Listen to any of these local philosophers, civilian or military. It's all the same thing. He hates his wife. He hates his house. He hates his career. He hates his horses. Why? We Russians are capable of the most exquisite ideas in the world, but we choose to live so low. Why? Why? Why is he stuck with his wife and children? Why are they stuck with him? You're in quite a mood today. (laughs) Maybe. I haven't had dinner. I haven't eaten since this morning. My daughter isn't feeling well, and when my girls are sick, I can't stop worrying. I'm racked with guilt because their mother is... how she is. I wish you could have seen her today so petty. We started fighting at 7 a.m., and by 9, I'd slammed the door behind me and left. I never talk about her. And it's strange that I only confide in you. Please don't hate me. You're all I have. Did you just hear that noise from the kitchen? Right before Dad died, I heard it too. Are you superstitious? Yes. (laughs) That's funny. You are... A wonderful, wonderful woman. 
incredible, magical. <laughs> it's dark in here, but I can still see your eyes sparkling. Well, let's go over here, where it's brighter. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love your eyes and the way you move. I dream about it. You're beautiful, amazing woman. <laughs> I laugh when you talk like that. I don't know why. Because it scares me. Please, don't say it again. No. No, 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 no. Say it again. I, I, I don't <laughs> care. Say it again. <laughs> Wait, uh, someone's coming. Talk about something else. <clears throat> I have three last names, Arena. I'm Baron Tutsenbach Krona Altshower. But I'm Russian Orthodox just like you. There's not much German left in me besides the patience and the stubbornness, which annoys you when I walk you home every night. I'm exhausted. And I'll keep coming to the telegraph office to walk you home every night for the next ten or twenty years... Or until you shoo me away. <laughs> oh, is that you in there, Masha? Colonel, how are you? I'm finally home. Masha, listen to this. A lady came in today to message her brother in Saratop saying that her son died. But she can't remember the address. So I sent it without an address, just to Saratov. She was crying, and I was rude to her for no real reason. I screamed at her. I don't have time for this. It was all so stupid. Are the maskers coming tonight? Yes. I have to sit down. I'm so tired. Whenever you finish work, you look so small and pitiful. I'm tired. No, I don't like working at the telegraph office. I hate it. You've lost weight. And your face looks younger. Like a little boy. It's her haircut. I have to find another job. This one simply isn't for me. Everything I wanted from work, everything I was dreaming of, this job is the exact opposite. There's no poetry in it. There's no ideas. It's just... work. Oh, that's the doctor. Go see what he wants, Baron. I can't with him. I'm too tired. He'll be in here any second now. Someone has to say something to him. Yesterday, he and Andre were playing cards at the club again, and I heard that Andre lost 200 rubles. What can we do? He lost two weeks ago, he lost in December. I wish he'd hurry up and lose everything so maybe we can leave this place. God, I dream of Moscow every night. I've turned into a lunatic. <laughs> we moved there in June, and there is still, what, February, March, April, May? It's almost half a year until then. We only need to keep Natasha from finding out about the losses. I don't think she cares. Ugh, here comes Tribunikin. Has he paid his rent here? <laughs> Not for eight months. Not a bit of it. He's clearly forgotten about it. Well, he's so busy and important. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so quiet, Alexander Ignatyevich? Uh, I don't know. I'd like some tea. Uh, a tea, a tea, my kingdom for a tea. Uh, I haven't eaten since this morning. I have arrived, Irina Sergeyevna. What do you want, Doctor? Come here. Closer to me. Then easy. Irina, I can't live without you. 
Irina, did you hear me? Well, then, if no tea is coming, let's talk amongst ourselves. Let's philosophize. Yes, let's. About what? About what? Ah. Let's imagine for a moment what life will be like after we're gone. Two or three hundred years from now. After we're gone, everyone will travel from place to place in balloons. Clothing will change, certainly. Perhaps the elusive sixth sense will... Perhaps the elusive sixth sense will be discovered and fully developed, but otherwise, life will stay the same. It will still be taxing and full of mystery, with small fleeting bits of happiness. And even in a thousand years, a man will whine the same way. Oh, life is so hard. And at the same time, just like now, he'll be afraid to die. I believe everything on Earth should change, little by little, and is currently changing right before our eyes. In two or three hundred years, yes, even a thousand years, time doesn't matter, a new, better existence will come. We don't, we won't live to enjoy it, of course, but we have to live for it today. We work for it, we suffer, we'll create that better world, and that alone is our meaning of life. Our version of happiness. <laughs> What's going on with you? I don't know. I've been laughing all day. <laughs> I essentially have the same education as all of you. I didn't go to the military academy. I read a lot, but I don't know how to choose books. And maybe I don't read the right things. However, the older I get the more I want to learn. My hair is going gray. I'm almost an old man, but I know so little. But despite that, I think I know what really matters. And I know it backward and forward. I only wish I had the right words to better explain that your idea of happiness isn't for us, nor should it be. All we can do is work, and happiness is the gift we'll give our descendants or the descendants of our descendants. According to you, no one should even think about their own happiness. But what if I am, in fact, happy? You're not. <laughs> you and I aren't communicating very well. How can I convince you? <laughs> Again, what are you laughing at, Masha? Forget two or three hundred, but in a million years, life will be exactly the same. Nothing changes, it just is. Life follows its own whims, which really aren't any of our business and which we couldn't understand anyway. Migrating birds, cranes let's say, fly and fly, and no matter what thoughts float through their heads, big or small, they keep flying. They know neither where nor why, and it doesn't matter if they have some philosopher alongside them. He can philosophize all he wants, as long as he keeps flying. <laughs> so, what's the point? <laughs> the point? It's snowing outside now. There's your point. I 
think a person must have faith, or at least be seeking faith. Otherwise, it's all pretty empty to live and have no idea why the cranes fly or why a child is born or why there are stars in the sky. You have to have a reason to go on or none of it is worth a damn. Well, I'm still sad my youth is gone. It's like Gogol says, life is a bourgeon. And it's like I say, arguing with all of you is a pain, gents. Damn. Says here in the paper, Balzac got married in Perdichiff. That's something to note. Balzac got married in Perdichiff. Balzac got married in Perdichiff. I pulled the trigger, Masha Sergeyevna. I'm leaving the army. I heard, and I hate it. You know I don't like civilians. Mm, I'm not handsome and dashing. What use does the army have for me? At any rate, I'll go get a job. A real job. For the first time in my life, I'll come home in the evening and fall into bed exhausted and content. I bet workers always sleep soundly. Oh, here come Fedotik and Rodet with more nonsense. Hiranushka, I was in town shopping today and I got you these little colored pencils and a pen knife. You still think of me as a child. You know I'm 20 years old. But I do love them. Thank you. I got myself a little knife as well. See, it has a blade, another blade, a third blade, a toothpick, and a nail file. How old are you, Dr. Jibutikin? Me? 32. <laughs> <laughs> Play cards with me, Irina. Where's that wind coming from? Solyone just came in. <laughs> oh, my ears are burning. Hello, hello. Shut the door, Captain. Natasha's right behind me. Hello? Did someone say my name? Shut the Shut door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Ugh, I'm so tired of winter. I've forgotten what summer is. If I win this hand, we'll immediately move to Moscow. Well, there. I win. So I guess you're staying here. It says in the paper there's a smallpox epidemic. Tea is served. Have some tea, Masha. And you, Colonel... Oh. I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name. Bring it here, Nanny. I'm not going over there. Me too, Nanny. I'm coming. I'm coming. Babies who are nursed naturally from the breast have such a great understanding. Just this morning, I said, Hello, little booby. Hello, Bobby. Hello, sweet one. And he looked at me in the most unique way. You think I'm biased because I'm his mother, but I promise I'm not. He's a truly gifted child. If he were mine... I'd fry him in a pan and eat him. Get away from me, you piece of shit! It's a very happy person that doesn't know if it's summer or winter right now. I bet if I were in Moscow, I wouldn't even notice the weather. The other day, I was reading a prison memoir of a French politician. He was convicted in that Panama scandal. He writes with such bliss about watching birds from his cell window that he'd never noticed when he was free. Now that he's free... Of course he doesn't pay attention to the birds. Just like you won't notice Moscow when you're in it. Wanting something is the only real happiness. Where are the sweets that were on the table? Solyoni ate them. 
All of them? A telegram has come for you, Colonel. For me? Oh, thank you, Anfisa. It's from my daughter. God damn it. Of course. I'm sorry, Maria Sergeyevna. I have to go. I, I can't stay for tea. It's always something. What's wrong? Is it private? My wife has taken a lot of pills. Again. I have to go. I'll just slip out quietly. All this is very... unpleasant. My dear, wonderful, good woman. I'm going to slip out. Where'd the colonel go? I was serving tea. <laughs> what kind of man does that? Go away, Anfisa. All you do is annoy everyone. There's no way to get away from you. Ugh, I'm so sick of you, you dried up old bat. Sweetie, why are you mad at me? Anfisa! Anfisa! Everyone just sits there and... I'm coming! Make room at the table, I'm sitting down. Move all these cards! Hey, we're playing. Well, now you're not. Drink your damn tea. Are you angry? If I am, then don't talk to me. Don't touch me. Don't touch her. Nobody touch her. You're 60 years old and act like a child. Dear Masha, why do you talk to everyone like that? You're pretty enough that you could be a big hit in high society. Except for the way you behave, quite frankly. Someone pour me a drink. He's awake. He doesn't feel well today. Excuse me, everyone. I have to attend to Bobik. Wait a tick. Where'd Alexander Ignatievich go? Home. His wife is having another episode. Salyuni, look at you. Over here, sitting all alone, thinking about something that no one else can understand. Here, let's make up. Drink with me. Cheers. I'm going to play the piano all night long tonight. Watch, I'll play all kinds of terrible songs. <laughs> Who knows? Why are we making up? We, we weren't fighting. You always make me feel like we are. You're a weird fellow, you know that? I may be strange, but who isn't? Don't get angry, Aleko. Ugh, I hate that book. Don't bring Pushkin into this. When I'm alone with someone, I'm fine. I'm just an average fellow, but put me with a crowd, I become very sad and uncomfortable and withdrawn. Then I say a lot of crazy things, but I'm more honest and decent than most people. And I stand by that. I get mad at you because you pick on me in front of everyone, but for some reason, I like you. Whatever happens tonight, we're getting drunk. I'll drink to that. I've never had anything against you, Baron. It's just that I have the same disposition as Lermontov. Some people even say I look like Lermontov. I'm leaving the army. It's been enough. I thought about it for five years and finally decided. I'm going to work. Oh, don't get angry, Aleko. Forget. Forget your dreams of days gone by. I'm going to work. 
I'll tell you, Irinushka, the best part of that dinner was that they served an authentic Caucasian onion soup and a chahatma, which is lamb. They it's not lamb. Similar to a turnip. Uh, no, dear Captain Sonyami, it's lamb. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a turnip. And I'm telling you, it's lamb. It's a turnip. Why am I even arguing with you? You've never been to the Caucasus, you've never eaten their cuisine, and you have certainly never eaten Chahatma. I didn't eat it because I didn't want to. I can't stand that much garlic. Assholes! Enough! I can hear you from the other room! You tell him, Andre. When are the maskers coming? They said ten, so any minute now. Everyone, dance with me. Oh, you my doors, my doors, my brand new doors. Brand new doors of maple. And so full of holes. <laughs> Here's a kiss, Andre. Mwah! Damn it, let's drink. Here's to you, and I'm going with you to Moscow, Andriyushka. I'll be your assistant at the university. Which one? There are two universities in Moscow. There's one university in Moscow. I'm telling you, there are two. Then let it be three. The more, the merrier. There are two universities in Moscow, goddammit! There are two universities in Moscow, old and new. If you don't like hearing the truth, and it offends you, then I can just shut up. I can even go into another room. And he's off. Bravo, bravo. Folks, I'm going to play for you. This is dedicated to Captain Soyani. The Baron is drunk. <laughs> the Baron is drunk. <laughs> Natasha, dance with us. Ivan Romanich, may I speak with you privately? Over here, please. What are you two whispering about? Uh, What's going on? Natasha, where are you going? Baron, may I speak with you privately? Now, what are you two whispering about? Uh, well, everyone, it's time to leave. Uh, be well. Yes. It's time to go. Good night, all. I'm sorry. What's happening here? The maskers are coming to entertain us. The maskers aren't coming. You see, my dear Natasha says that little Bobik isn't feeling well, and so... I don't know. That's that. The baby isn't well, I guess. What is she thinking? Well, if she's kicking everyone else out, I should go too. It's not the baby that's sick. It's her. Her fucking head. <sighs> Trashy low-class bitch. Well, I'm going upstairs. Good night, all. I'm right behind you. Walk me to the door. What a shame. I thought we'd spend the whole evening, but if the kid is sick, it is what it is. I'll bring by a toy for him tomorrow. I purposely took a nap after dinner because I thought we'd dance all night. It's only ten o'clock. Let's go outside and talk. We can decide what to do next. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everyone is gone, Andre. Let's go. Yes. Good. What were you saying earlier? Yeah, I, I managed to never get married because my life flashed by me like lightning. 
And also, uh, I was very much in love with your mother, who, of course, was already married. You don't need to be married. No one does. Because it's useless. Maybe. But I am lonely. No matter how we try to rationalize it. Loneliness is a terrible thing, dear boy. When you get to the end, however, eh, I suppose it doesn't matter. Let's get out of here. No, we'll be there on time. What's the big hurry? If Natasha catches us, I can't go. That's what. Ah, uh, right. I'm not going to play tonight. I'll sit there. I'm not feeling too well. I've been having some shortness of breath. What should I do, Ivan Romanich? Why are you asking me? I don't remember. I'm an old doctor, my boy. I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> Let's sneak out through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Who's at the door? It's the maskers. Tell them we're not home, Nanny. And apologize to them for us. I've come back to say something to you all, and... Uh, no one is here. Captain Sulyoni, you're still awake. Where is everyone? They went home. That's strange. You're all alone? All alone. Okay, then. Good night. Earlier, I behaved very poorly. I was rude and tactless and without self-control. But... You're not like everyone else. You're... So good and pure, you can see the truth. The only one who understands me. I love you deeply. Endlessly. Enough! Good night, Captain. I can't go on without you. You're everything to me. You're my only happiness. When you see me with those huge, wonderful, bewitching eyes, eyes I haven't seen on any other woman. Stop it! Vasily Vasilich! Oh, the first time I speak to you about love and it's as if I've left this earth like I'm on another planet. Oh, at, at any rate, I, I, I can't make you love me, but I won't tolerate any rivals. Swear to God, I'll kill any other man that loves you, my angel. Andre! Andre, are you in here? Oh, Irina! Vasily Vasilovich. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know anyone was here. I was just looking for Andre. He must be upstairs reading. I was just checking the house. I don't care what you're doing. Good night. You look so tired, sweetie. You should get to bed earlier. Is Bobak sleeping? Yes, but not well. By the way, while I have you here, I wanted to tell you, I think Bobby's room is too cold and damp and yours is better for him. So you're going to room with Olga for now. What? Wait. What? You and Olga are going to share a room, and Bobic is taking yours, and that's been decided, so that's that. He was so cute today. I told him, Bobby, you are mine. All mine. And he looked at me with such love in his eyes. That must be Olga. She's so late. I'll look. No, 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 no. Not necessary. I... That's not Olga. It's Protopopov from the county council. Oh! Oh! You know, I forgot. Protopopov did invite me for a carriage ride tonight. What a character. 
<laughs> yes, men do silly, strange things sometimes. I think I'll go for that carriage ride. Totally innocent, just for a half an hour or so. It's fine. Good night. Hello, hello. It's your loving one and only brother-in-law. I've also brought Olga and Colonel Vashinen. Oh, where is everybody? I thought there was a party. That's odd. I left about half an hour ago, and everyone was waiting for the musicians to arrive. Everyone left. Masha, too? Where'd she go? Why is Proto-Popoff out there in the carriage? Who is he waiting for? Why are you asking me? I'm tired. You women and your moods. My faculty meeting at school just ended, and I'm exhausted. The chairwoman was sick, so I had to fill in, and my head is screaming. Oh! In other news, Andre lost 200 rubles again playing cards last night, and the whole town is talking about it. The county council meeting wore me out as well. It turns out my wife just wanted to get my attention by taking all those pills. She's fine. It all worked out, and I'm glad. I wanted to unwind here at the party, but I guess I'll go. Have a lovely evening, ladies. Fyodor Illich. Let's go somewhere, you and me. I just don't feel like going home right now. Let's go! I can't. I'm too tired. I'm tired. Did my wife go home? I'd imagine she did. Well, good night, my baby sisters. I'm gonna rest all day tomorrow, and the day after that. Good night. <sighs> I've really been looking forward to some tea and spending the evening in lively company and... Oh, phallicem hominum spem. <laughs> you see what I did there? Accusative case after an interjection. I'll just go out by myself then. Uh, good night. Oh, my head hurts so badly. Andre lost money. Everyone is gossiping about it. I'm going to bed. Tomorrow I am free and I love it. Free tomorrow, free the next day. Oh my god, this damn headache. And now I'm alone. Oh, look at you. You're still up. Oh, look at you. You're still here. And you got all dressed up. Um, I'll be home in half an hour or so. I'm just going on a little ride. It's completely fine. <laughs> I want to go to Moscow. I want to go to Moscow. To Moscow. One year later, Olga and Masha's room, 3 a.m. Masha, it's Olga and I have Anfisa with me. May we come in? It's your room. Some of them are sitting under the stairs now. I told them, please go on upstairs. There's no need to stay right here. And they just cried and screamed. We can't find our daddy. He burned up. He burned up. Where, where did they get that idea? 
There's more people steadily streaming into the yard. They're all in their night clothes, too. I have things they can wear. Take this gray one, and this one, this blouse, too, and take this skirt, Manny. Good Lord, they're saying every house on Kursanovsky Street was destroyed. Take this one, and this... Poor Vershinins are in a panic. They almost lost their house. They can spend the night with us because they can't go home tonight. Poor Fedotik's house burned to the ground. He's lost everything. Olga, call Farapont. I can't handle this all by myself. It won't go through. Is someone there? Can someone help me? This is a nightmare. I'm so tired. I'm here. Where do you need me? Farapont... I was trying to call you. Here, take these clothes downstairs. The Kalatalin children are sitting under the stairs. Give them these and come back. Yes, miss. You know, in 1812, Moscow burned just like this. God bless. I bet Napoleon sure was surprised. Just go! Yes, miss. Give them everything, Nanny. Dear, we don't need anything. Give it all away. I'm so tired, I can barely stand up. The Vershinins can't go home. The girls can sleep in the drawing room. Alexander Ignatyevich can go to Baron Tuzenbox. Send Fedotik to the Barons, too, or he can stay in the library. And the damn doctor, almost like he planned it, is too drunk to be of any use to anyone and won't take anyone into his house. Vershinin's wife can stay here with her girls. Please, please, Alushka, dear, don't fire me. Don't send me away. You're talking nonsense, Nanny. No one is sending you away. My, my sweet golden child. I work and I work and I'll keep working until I'm too weak. Then everyone will say I should go. Where will I go? Where? I'm 80. 81 years old. Sit down, Nanny. You poor, sweet old woman. Just rest. Nanny, you don't look well. I have an idea. Not now, Natasha. We're going to start a charity organization to help the victims of the fire. Yes? I think it's a great idea. That's the duty of the rich to help the poor and unfortunate. Bobik and Sophie are sleeping the night away as if nothing is happening, in case you were wondering. There are so many strangers crawling all over the house, and I heard that the flu is rampant in this town. I'm worried the kids might get it. Funny, you can't see or smell the fire from this room. It's completely calm here. Good God! I just caught my reflection in the mirror. I'm a mess. They say I'm getting fat, but I know that's a lie. Look at dear Masha. She's nodded off. Poor, tired wretch. And, and Fisa? What are you doing sitting down? How dare you sit in front of me? Get up! Get to work! Yes, ma'am. Pardon me. Pardon me, ma'am. Why are we keeping that old woman? I don't understand. I'm sorry. I don't understand either. There's no need for her here. She's a peasant. People like that belong in the country. We're spoiling her. I prefer order, and we don't need anyone extra in this house. You poor thing. You look so run down. Headmistress is exhausted. When my little Sophie Pooh grows up and goes to the high school, she'll mind every word you say. I'm not the headmistress. But you'll be appointed. They've already decided. Then I'll decline. I won't do it. I don't have the willpower. 
You were so rude to Nanny just now. I'm sorry. I can't take it. I feel a little lightheaded. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Masha, did we wake you? Don't go. You have to understand. Perhaps because of the way we were brought up, I can't take it. That behavior depresses me. It makes me sick. My heart just sinks. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Anything. The slightest rudeness or harsh words upset me. I always say too much. That's true. But you must admit she shouldn't live here anymore. And Fisa has been with our family for 30 years. But she can't work anymore. Either I don't understand you or you don't want to understand me. She's incapable of work. She only sleeps or sits. Then let her sit! What do you mean, let her sit? She's a servant! I don't understand you, Olga Sergeyev. I have a nanny. I have a wet nurse. I employ a lady's maid and a cook. Why do we need this old woman? Why? I've aged ten years tonight. We have to come to a meeting of the minds in this, Olga. Once and for all, you are at the high school and I am here. You have your career. I have this household. So if I have an opinion about a servant, then I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And so tomorrow is the last day in this house for that worthless, dried up old witch. That's that. Don't you dare cross me. Don't you dare. You're going to move to one of the downstairs bedrooms, or else we're going to keep fighting. This is horrible. Hello, hello, my lovely sisters-in-law. Where's Natasha going without saying hello or goodbye? Rude. Anyway, where's my Masha? We should be getting home. They say the fires are under control now. Only one block burned, but with the wind, it seemed like the whole town was on fire. I'm so tired. Let me sit. Oh, sweet Olga, I often think if I hadn't met Masha, I should have married you. You're so kind. I'm worn out. Shh, listen. What? To make it all worse, the doctor is as drunk as a skunk. I think he did it on purpose. I think he's coming this way. Hear him in the hallway. Oh, <laughs> my... What a piece of work. I want to hide from him. He hasn't had a drink in years, and now he's fall down drunk. Damn everyone. Does he see us? I don't think he does. Well, I'm going to slip out before he notices. I'll be downstairs helping Nanny. Good luck. (sighs) To hell with everyone. Fuck everyone. They all think I'm a doctor, that I can treat sickness and disease. But I know absolutely nothing. Forgot everything that I did know, that I never knew. Damn it all. I treated a woman from Zezeb last Wednesday. She died. It was my fault. I knew a few things 25 years ago. Now I can't remember a thing. Nothing. My head is empty. My soul is cold. Maybe I'm not really a man at all, but only pretending to be one. I have arms and legs like a man. 
and a head like a man. Maybe I'm not real at all. It only appears that I walk, eat, and sleep. <laughs> I don't want to exist anymore. God knows. The day before yesterday, everyone at the club was talking about Shakespeare and Voltaire. I hadn't read any of them, but I nodded along as if I had, and everyone else played along. Bunch of liars. Vulgar liars. And then I thought about the woman I killed on Wednesday. I remembered every minute of that. And my soul felt crooked and disgusting. So I drank. Come in, Baron. And you too, Colonel. Let's sit in here where it's quiet. If it hadn't been for my troops, this town would have burned to the ground. Well played. Great soldiers and great men. Oh, what time is it, gentlemen? It's already four. The sun will be up soon. The whole town is here at our house and won't go home. Your friend Sulioni is with them. You should go to bed, Doctor. It's nothing. I'm fine. Thank you. <laughs> Are you having a difficult time speaking, Ivan Romanich? <laughs> Your words are a bit slurred. <laughs> Good for you. In vino veritas, as the Romans said. Am I right? Natasha wants me to set up a concert to benefit the fire victims. What can I do? You could help us organize it. For example, Masha plays the piano beautifully. She plays exquisitely. Oh, she's forgotten how. She hasn't played in three or four years. No one around here understands music anyway. No one, except me, and I can assure you on my honor that Maria Sergeyevna plays brilliantly, like some sort of prodigy. You're absolutely right, Baron. I love her so much. She's simply perfect. To be able to play like that... And at the same time, know that nobody appreciates it. <sighs> yes. But is it decent for her to participate in a common public concert? Uh, morally, I mean? I don't know. Maybe it would be fine. The concert would be at the high school. So I'll ask the headmaster. I'll admit, he is a great man, a very moral man, and very intelligent. But some of his views on women's roles? Mm. Of course. Of course, it's none of my business. But anyway, if you'd like, I could ask him. I got filthy during the fire. I must not look like anything recognizable from this planet. Um, I'm being told that our brigade is being transferred far away. Some are saying Poland, some are saying Mongolia. I heard that too. Imagine, the town will be completely empty. Then we'll leave too. Doctor, put that down. Be careful. You... Oh, how could you break something so valuable? Oh, Ivan Romanich. Ivan Romanich. This isn't your finest hour. That clock was our mother's. Yeah, maybe. Here's to your mother. Here's to your mother. 
Hey, maybe I didn't break your clock. Maybe you imagined I did because you just want me to. Maybe we think we exist, but we really don't. I don't know. Nobody knows anything. What are you all looking at? Natasha is sleeping with Protopopo, but nobody sees that. You all sit here not seeing anything while Natasha is sleeping with Protopopov. <laughs> May I have this dance? Oh, no. And I'll show myself out. Yes. Um. <laughs> it's all so strange. When the fires erupted, I ran straight home. When I got there, I see the house completely untouched, not even in real danger, but my two little girls are standing by the door in just their pajamas, and their mother isn't there. The servants are running around screaming, and the horses and dogs are running loose, and the girls are, are so... The girls are terrified, and they're looking all over, searching for something, and I don't know what that is. There's such horror in their faces, my heart sank... When I saw their faces, I thought, I thought, God, what these girls must go through. I picked them up and ran, and kept thinking that one thought, what these girls will have to go through for the rest of their lives. Masha, there you are. I'd been looking for... I'm glad you're safe. Thank you. Then I came over here. And there their mother was, screaming and angry. She just left them. When my girls were standing helplessly in the door, undressed and barefoot and in the street with glowing red with fire, I heard this terrible noise, an explosion, and I thought, this must be how it was years ago, when the enemy poured over the city walls and burned and looted us all. Then at the same time, I thought how different things are now than they were then. And more time will pass so that two or three hundred years from now, our lives will be looked on with scorn and, and shame and fear. Everything we are now will seem ugly and heavy and unnecessary. What a life that will be. What a life that will be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was philosophizing again. Forgive me. Forgive me, everyone. But this is where I am now. I have to finish this thought. Oh, you've all nodded off. I'm still listening. I was saying, what a life that will be. Picture it. There are only three people like you and your sisters in this town now, but there will be more and more and even more until the time will come when everything has become exactly as you would want it. They will live according to your wants, and then you, too, will become obsolete. People will be born who are better than you. <laughs> I'm in quite a mood today. I want to live like hell. <laughs> the power of love is a curious thing. Makes one man weep, makes another man sing. Change a hawk to a little white dove. More than a feeling, that's the power of love. <laughs> Bum 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 bum
<laughs> ba <-bomb! laughs> Wakey, wakey, everyone. <laughs> I'm burnt out. <laughs> Everything is gone. Fedotic, what's funny about that? You really lost everything? <laughs> Every single thing. <laughs> Nothing's left. <laughs> my, my guitar burned up. My camera and photos burned up. All my letters. A scrapbook I was making for you. All gone. <laughs> Ask Solyoni. He'll tell you all about it. No! Stop there, Vasily Vasilievich. You can't come in here. Why is the Baron allowed in and not me? I think we should all go. How's the fire? They say it's under control. It's very strange to me why the Baron can come in here, but I can't. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fadodik and Solioni, let's go downstairs. Yes, sir. But I am keeping track of how I'm treated around here. Must be nice to be you, Baron. Blah, blah, blah. Huh. Let's go. Ugh, so Yoni smelled like cheap tobacco and... Baron, wake up! I'm up. Oh. I'm so tired, though. The quarry. That's it. Stay with me. I swear I'm not babbling. I'm going to work at the quarry. I've already thought it through. Irina, you're so lovely and charming. It seems to me your face glows even more beautifully in the moonlight. I know you're sad and unsatisfied with life. So come with me. Let's do honest work together. Nikolai Lovovich, get out. <laughs> oh, Masha, I, uh, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> Irina, I'll kiss your hand and say goodbye. When I look at you now, I remember once upon a time on your name day. You were so, so cheerful and full of light when we talked about the joy of work. It made me dream of a happy life with you. Where is that girl? Another kiss for your hand. Mwah. Why are you crying? Get some sleep. It's already light out. A new day has begun. If you'd let me, I'd give my life for you. Nikolai Lobovich, go away! You heard me! I'm going. Are you asleep, Fyodor? Huh? What? Stop poking me. You should go home. Masha. My sweet wife, Masha. Let's go then. She's very tired. Let her stay here and rest, Fedya. Very well. I'll go. My good, glorious wife. I love you, my one and only. Amo, amas, amat. Mamas, amatis, amat. <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> but in all seriousness you're amazing we've been married for seven years but it seems like yesterday I swear you're the most amazing woman 
I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. Stop touching me. And now I I can't get this out of my head. It's disgraceful. It's been churning in my stomach and I can't be silent anymore uh, about Andre. I mean, he's mortgaged this house and his wife has pocketed all the money. The four of us own this house together, not him alone. If he's a decent person, he should respect that. There's no use getting upset. Uh, Andre is in debt all over town. Let him work it out. It's a disgrace, whatever way you look at it. Well, we're not poor. I teach at the high school all day and tutor in the evenings. I'm an honest, simple man. Omnia mea mecum porto, as they say. It's not about the money, it's the unfairness that gets me. Go home, Fyodor. You're tired, so rest for half an hour. I'll sit outside and wait for you. Sleep. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Andre has become really small and tacky, married to that woman. He's aged so much. He used to work toward becoming a professor, and yesterday I heard him bragging that he'd finally become a full member of the county council. A member of the same county council where Protopopov is the chairman. The whole town is gossiping about it. And laughing at him, and he's the only one that knows nothing and sees nothing. Tonight, everyone ran out to help with the fire, and he just sat alone in his room, ignoring it, playing the violin. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's so terrible. I just can't take it anymore. I can't. Throw me out of here. Throw me out of this house. I can't take it anymore. Irina, sweetheart, I can hear you from the hallway. What's wrong? What is this? What are our lives? Where did it all go? Oh, God, I'm forgetting. I've forgotten everything. I can't remember the Italian word for window or, or ceiling. I've lost all of it. And I'm losing more every day, and life goes on, and it won't come back. We're never going to Moscow. I see that now. We're never going. Sweetie. Oh, sweetie. I'm so unhappy. I can't work anymore. I won't. Enough is enough. I worked as a telegraph operator, now I'm a clerk at the county council, and hate it. I have nothing, and I hate everything I have to do there. I'm already 23, I've worked long enough, and my brain is dying. I've lost too much weight, I look ugly and older, and nothing makes me happy anymore. Time is passing me by, and I'm getting further and further away from a real fulfilling, wonderful life. I'm sinking into darkness, and I'm desperate. Me, desperate. I honestly don't know why I haven't killed myself. Oh, my sweetie Renushka, I'm suffering too. Don't cry. I'm not. I've stopped crying now. I've simply had enough. 
Darling, I'm going to give you my advice, and I want you to hear me. I'm telling you as a sister and a friend, you should marry the Baron. <laughs> After all, you respect him. You hold him in high regard. He's not handsome, certainly, but he's so decent and moral. You know, most people don't marry out of love, but rather out of responsibility. If anyone had asked me, I would have married without love, as long as he was a good man, even if he were an old man. I kept waiting for us to move to Moscow, and I thought I'd meet someone there, the man of my dreams. But that's all turned out to be nothing. My dear, beautiful baby sister, I do understand how you must feel. When Baron Nikolai Lvovich left the army and I saw him for the first time in civilian clothes, he looked so ugly that I felt like crying. He even asked, what's the matter? What's wrong with you? What could I say? But if... God brings him to us so that he can marry you? That's different! That would make me very happy! What is that? It's Natasha. She's patrolling the hallways with a candle. The way she's skulking around there, one might think she sets the fires. Masha, you're stupid. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you're the stupidest one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I need to confess. Dear sisters. It's killing me. I... I'll tell the two of you and no one else. No one. So I'll tell you right now. It's my secret, but I want you to know everything. I, I, I can't be silent anymore. I, I love... Uh, I'm in love. I, I love this man uh, who you just saw here. I, I'm trying to say, in short, uh, I love Vershinen. Stop. No. La la la. I can't hear you. What am I supposed to do? At first he seemed so odd, then I felt sorry for him. Then I fell in love. I fell in love with his voice, his words, his misfortune, his two daughters. No, I'm not listening to this, no matter how much you keep talking about this nonsense. I'm not listening. You're incredible, Olga. I'm in love, which means it's my fate, my lot in life, and he loves me. It's terrible, right? It's not good, is it? Oh, my dears. How will we make it through this life? What's to become of us? When you read a novel, it all seems so cliche and on the nose. Then when you really fall in love, you, you find out that you don't know a thing. You just have to figure it out now. I've told you everything. And I'll be quiet. I'll be like Ogle's madman. Quiet. So quiet. What do you want, old man? 
I don't understand. I've already told you ten times, Andrei Sergeyevich. First of all, I'm not Andrei Sergeyevich to you. It's Sir. It's the firemen, Sir. They're asking if they could cut through the garden to get to the river. Otherwise, they have to keep going around and around and around. It's a pain in the ass. That's fine. Tell them it's fine. I'm so sick of all this. Olga, give me your key to the cabinets. I've lost mine. You have your little key. Here. What a huge fire. But it's gone down now. Damn it. Farapon made me so mad that I snapped at him. Sir, indeed. Why are you being so quiet, Olyushka? It's time to move past all this foolishness. Stop pouting and conduct yourself like an adult. You're here, Masha's here, Arena's here. We're all here. So let's hash this out once and for all. What is your problem with me? What? Leave it alone, Andre. We'll talk later. It's been a miserable night! Don't get hysterical. I'm asking you very calmly and respectfully, what is your problem with me? Just tell me the truth. <laughs> well, well, I just wanted to say goodnight, everyone. Again. I mean it this time. Well, that's it for me. Goodbye, Olga. Bless you. Sleep well, Irina. Goodbye, Andre. Leave it alone. Everyone is tired. We'll talk another time. Yes, Andre. We'll postpone until another time. It's time to sleep. No! I'm gonna say my piece and leave. Now, first, you have something against Natasha, and I've seen it from the day we got married. Natasha is an amazing woman. Strong and kind. And honest. I love my wife. I respect my wife. I respect her. And I demand that everyone else respect her too. I repeat, she is honest, sweet, strong, and perfect. Everything you have against her, quite frankly, comes from your own jealousy and insecurity. Next. You seem to be put off that I'm not a professor devoted to scholarly pursuits, but I serve on the county council, and I think my work there is as sacred and important as any I do at the university. I'm a member of the county council, and I'm proud of it, if you must know. And finally, I have to confess, I mortgaged the house without consulting any of you. That was wrong, yes. And I'm sorry. I was driven to it by my debts. 35,000. I don't play cards anymore. I quit a while ago. But the main thing I want to say in my defense is that because you are girls, you get dad's pension and I don't. I have no income to speak of. Knock, knock. Is Masha not here? That's strange. Oh, look. Irina and Olga are asleep. What? They haven't heard a word I said. Ah, well, that's bad luck. Listen, have you seen Masha? I can't find her. It's very strange. If you see her, send her along. Goodbye, Andrushka. 
Natasha is a good, honest woman. When I got married, I thought we'd be happy. All of us, but... My God. My dear sisters, don't listen to me. Don't believe a word I say. Olga! Who the hell is that? Probably the doctor. He's drunk. Oh, this is the worst night. Did you hear? The brigade is leaving. They're being transferred somewhere far away. That's just a rumor. Maybe all alone. Olyushka! Olyushka! What? I respect the Baron. And I like him well enough. He's a nice man. And I will marry him. But only if we all go to Moscow. Please, let's just go. There's nowhere better in the world than Moscow. Let's do it, Olga. Let's just go. A few months later, the Prozorov Garden, midday. Well, Lieutenant Fedotik, you're a good man. We had some great times together. And Rodet, take care of yourself, my friend. Au revoir. No, not au revoir. It's really goodbye. We'll never see each other again. Who's to say? Oh, look at me. Now I'm tearing up. We'll meet again someday. In ten or fifteen years. Then we'll barely recognize each other and greet with a cold, Hello, how are you doing? Here, let me take one more for the road. Baron? I won't see you again. Arena, I kiss your hand. Thank you for everything. Really. Slow down. What's your hurry? We will see each other, God willing. Write us. You'll promise to write us. I'm going to miss this garden. Goodbye, trees. Goodbye, river. Good luck, gents. Go off to Poland and get yourself some wives. Your Polish wives will give you a big hug and call you Kochani. <laughs> Less than an hour to go. From our entire brigade, Soyoni is the only one traveling by boat, the rest of us are on the march. Three divisions leave today, the other three leave tomorrow. Then the town will be left with peace and quiet. And goddamn boredom. Where is Maria Sergeyevna? Masha's out by the flower beds. Say goodbye to her for us. I should go. Or I'll start to cry. We were happy here. Oh, Fyodor, this is for you. It's a notebook and a nice pen. We should get going. Goodbye. Farewell. 
They're gone. And they didn't say goodbye to me. What'd you do? I didn't say goodbye to them either. Although it doesn't really matter. I'll see them soon enough. I leave tomorrow. Yes. One day left. I'm set to give the army one more year, then retire. I'll come back here to you and radically change my life. I'll be so quiet and friendly. Respectable even. You should change your life somehow. It would be good for you. Yes, I think so too. We'll never reform our Ivan Romanich. He's incorrigible. You should take me under your wing. Then I'd be better. <gasps> Fyodor! You shaved off your mustache! I can't even look at you. So what? I could tell you what you look like, but I'm trying to be nice today. It's the style now. It's modus vivendi. Our headmaster is clean-shaven, and when I was promoted to be his number two, I shaved as well. Nobody likes it, but I don't care. I'm happy. Mustache or not, I'm happy. Doctor, I'm really worried. You were downtown yesterday and saw everything. Tell me what happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. A bunch of meaningless crap. It doesn't matter. I heard that yesterday Solyoni and the Baron bumped into each other on the street. Stop! What right do you have to talk about my business? I'm going inside. No, don't go! Oh well. Anyway, they say Solyoni was being incredibly obnoxious, and the Baron snapped and said something really nasty to him. I don't know. It's all crap. The rumor is Solyoni has fallen in love with you, Arena, and therefore he hates the Baron. It's totally understandable. You're a very attractive girl. You actually look a lot like my Masha with a very similar personality, too. You're much sweeter, though. Not to say that Masha isn't sweet. I love her very much. For some reason, I'm feeling great anxiety today. I have all of my things packed and ready, and I'll send them this afternoon. The Baron and I will be married tomorrow. The next day, we move into the new house. Then, the day after that, I start my new job at the high school. The new life begins. God will help me somehow. When I took the teacher's exam, I cried because of the weight of it all. Soon, the movers will be here for my things. Life moves quickly. But today, it doesn't seem that serious. As if it's all ideas. Dreams. Nothing concrete. But sincerely, I wish you all the best. My dear, my dear golden girl, you've outgrown me. You've gone too far ahead. I'm left behind like an old migrating bird that can't keep up with the others. Fly away, my love. And God bless you. Shaving your mustache was a mistake, Fyodor Illich. Shut up! <laughs> Today, the soldiers will leave and everything around here will go back to how it used to be. But no matter what happens, I have Masha. An amazing, honest woman 
I love her very much, and I'm thankful for my fate. Fate is a funny thing. There's a man, Kozirov, who works in the tax office. We went to school together, but he was expelled in our final year because, no matter how he tried, he simply could not learn the ut consectivum. Now he's poor and sick. And whenever I see him, I say, hello, ut consectivum. And he says, yes, ut consectivum to you too. Then he coughs uncontrollably. On the other hand, I've been lucky all my life. I'm happy. I've even been awarded the Order of St. Stanislaus, second class. And now I teach others the ut consectivum. Of course, I am an intelligent man, much smarter than most. But that's not what happiness is all about. Starting tomorrow, I never have to hear that song again. And better, I never have to see Protopopov again. He came to visit today. He's sitting in the living room, just waiting. Is Olga even here yet? No, we've sent for her. I wish I could explain how hard it's been living here alone without her since she moved to the government housing. Since she became the headmistress, she's busy all day, and I'm here alone, bored, with nothing to do in that god-awful room Natasha forced me into. So, I made a decision. If Moscow isn't my destiny, then this is what I am. It's fate. There's nothing I can do. It's God's will, and that's true. Nikolai Lvovich made me an offer, and, well, I thought about it. He's a good man. It's remarkable how good he is. Then, it was as if my soul grew wings, and I was happy. Everything felt... easier. I felt the desire to work again, really work. But... something changed yesterday. Some dark dread is hanging over me. Horseshit. That's horseshit. Olga's coming! Madame Headmistress has arrived! Let's go in. Coming, Doctor? In a bit. Suit yourself. Here you are, all alone. What's that? Nothing. Were you in love with my mother? Very. Was she in love with you? I don't remember. Is my man here? That's how our cook, Martha, used to ask after her policeman beau. Is my man here? Not yet. When you get your happiness piece by piece, drop by drop, like I have, and then you lose it, it makes you hard and cold. I'm seething in here. Look! Here comes our baby brother. All his hopes are gone. Imagine if there were a great bell tower and thousands of people joined in to raise it. 
a lifetime of resources and effort and care have gone into it, then suddenly, for no reason, it falls to the ground and shatters. That's Andre. It's a madhouse here today. I had to take the baby out walking all morning so she could sleep. I can't believe you have another kid. I can't either. When is everyone leaving? Soon. If my watch is correct, the first three divisions leave within the hour. And I go tomorrow. For good? Don't know. I might come back in a year. Who the hell knows? Doesn't matter. The town is going to be very still and quiet. Like someone threw a tarp over it. Apparently, something big happened downtown yesterday and everyone is buzzing about it. But I don't know what it is. That's nothing. It's a lot of crap. Uh, while they were there at the theater, Solioni was picking on the Baron. The Baron snapped at him and Solioni felt obligated to challenge him to a duel. And if my watch is correct, it should be happening right about now. Right there in the park across the river. You can see it from here. <laughs> Solioni thinks he's a Lamontov. He's even started writing poetry. It's all fun and games until now. This is his third duel. Whose? Solioni's. What about the Baron? Oh, what about the Baron? I'm very confused right now. Anyway, uh, I think we should stop them. The Baron could get hurt or killed. No. Now, the Baron is a good man, but one less Baron in the world will notice. Look, down there by the river, it's Skortsov. Well, he's one of the seconds. He's waving me down there. If you ask me, I think it's immoral to participate in a duel or attend one, even if you're standing by as a physician. Oh, you think so? We don't exist, Andriushka. We're not here. There's nothing in this world we only think there is. So what the hell effect does it have on anything? You talk, talk, talk. All damn day. You live in a climate where snow may fall any moment and you just sit there talking? Ugh. I can't go into the house. I won't. When Rishidan arrives, send for me. I'm going for a walk. The birds are already flying south for the season. Swans, I think. Geese, too. The house is going to be empty. The soldiers will be gone, you'll be gone, Arena's getting married, and I'll be here alone. What about your wife? A wife is a wife. She's honest and decent. Nice enough, I guess. But despite all that, there's something in her that sometimes turns her into a petty, low, kind of raving animal. Anyway, she can be inhuman. I'm telling you this as a friend, the only person I can open up to. I love Natasha, I do, but sometimes she seems so disgusting to me, and I get very confused. I don't understand why I love her so much, or at least why I used to. I'm leaving tomorrow, brother, and maybe I'll never see you again. So here's my advice. Pack a bag, 
put on your hat and leave. Just go, go and don't look back. The farther away you get, the better. It's time, doctor. It's already half past 12, let's go. Andre, would you like to come along too? Absolutely not, Captain Solioni. Uh, so sick of all of you. Andre, if anyone is looking for me, tell them I'll be right back. Why are you groaning, old man? Leave me alone. How's your health? I'm as healthy as a rich man's wealthy. You're worried for nothing. I'm just going to have a little fun today. I'll only wing him like a game bird. Now, where's my scent bottle? I've already emptied an entire bottle today, and my hands still stink. They smell like death. Let's just go and be done with this. Mr. Andre, sign these papers. Leave me alone, Ferropont. That's what papers are for. To be signed. Wait, Mr. Andre. I'll come with you. Where's everyone gone, Nikolai? I don't know, Arena. They must be in the house. Masha! Masha, dear! Where are you? He's the only one in town that's glad the army is leaving. You understand why. Our town is clearing out. I'll be right back, love. Where are you going? I need to run downtown to see some friends off. You're lying. Nikolai, why are you so distracted today? What happened at the theater yesterday? I'll be back in an hour, and I'll see you then. My love, it's been five years since I first fell in love with you. And it still thrills me. You keep growing more and more beautiful. That hair. Those eyes. Tomorrow, we'll be married and we'll go far away. We'll work. We'll get rich. All our dreams will come true. I'll make you happy. But... There's one thing. You don't love me. I don't have control over that. I will be your wife, both obedient and faithful, but... No. I don't love you. What do you want me to do? I've never loved anyone. I've dreamed of love every day and night of my entire life. But my soul is like an expensive locked piano, and I've lost the key. You look so sad. I didn't sleep all night. There's nothing in my life terrible enough to scare me. But that lost key tears me up inside. Say something. Say something! What? What can I say? Anything! Enough! That's enough. It's funny how sometimes all the stupid little things suddenly become really important for no apparent reason. You still laugh at them because they're stupid, and yet you keep pressing on because you have no power to stop. <laughs> Let's not talk about it anymore. I feel good today. For the first time in my life, I'm really seeing those spruces, maples, and birches, and they're looking back at me with curiosity and grace. What gorgeous trees. And when you think about it, what a gorgeous life just to be near them. I'm late. I should go. Out in the orchard, there's a tree that's dry and withered. 
but nevertheless, it still sways in the wind just like the other. So I believe if I left you all somehow, I'll still be with you one way or another. Goodbye, Arena. Oh, there are some papers for you on my desk under the counter. I'm coming with you. No. No, Arena. No. Why not? I haven't had any coffee today. Could you have the cook make some? Nikolai, don't go! Damn it. Arena, what are you doing out here alone? Nothing. I'm going inside. Andrei Sergeyevich, these documents aren't my fault. I didn't send them, the council did. And they still need your signature. What the hell happened to my life? When I was young, I was cheerful and smart. I had such brilliant thoughts and high hopes that both my present and future felt full of promise. Why is it that when we've barely started to live, we become dull, gray, boring, lazy, apathetic, useless, and above all, unhappy? This town has been around for 200 years and has 100,000 citizens, and not a single one of them is any different from any other one. There's never been a single scholar, not an artist, not any slightly remarkable person who would elicit one bit of envy or any passion and desire to imitate them. They just eat, drink, sleep, then die. Then more people are born just so they can also do nothing but eat, drink, and sleep. But... In order to not faint from boredom, they spice up their lives with nasty gossip, vodka, gambling, lawsuits, and wives lie to their husbands. Then in turn, the husbands lie to their wives in that they pretend to see nothing and hear nothing. That pervasive vulgarity poisons the children, and anything good and noble dies in them, making them into the exact same zombies as their mothers and fathers. What the fuck do you want, Farapont? What's that? I have papers for you to sign. I'm very tired of you. The doorman over at the council says there was 20 feet of snow in St. Petersburg last winter. The present moment is a disaster, but when I think of the future, it could be grand. It makes me feel alive and free. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I see freedom, yes, and my children and I. We'd rid ourselves of idleness from drink and big bourgeois dinners with naps afterwards. We'd rid ourselves of worthlessness. Two thousand people froze to death. He said people were horrified. It was either Petersburg or Moscow. I can't remember. My dear sisters. My beautiful sisters. Masha. My sister. Who's shouting out here? Was that you, Andreushka? I'm trying to get the children to nap. Ilna La Sophie, If you want to stand around talking, then the baby has to go for a walk with someone else. Farapont, take Sophie from me. I have to carry Bobik. Yes, ma'am. I wasn't being that loud. Bobby, Bobby, Bobik. Clever Bobik. Naughty Bobik. Farapont, let me sign whatever you need and send you on your way. Let's go inside. Bring the baby. 
Bobby? Bobby? Bubik? Who am I, Bobby? Mama? Mama? Ah, and look who's coming, Bobby. Who's that? It's Auntie Olga. Say hello, Auntie Olga. Who's with her? Who is that? It's the Colonel. And also a useless old woman that nobody likes. Our garden is like a highway. People coming and going all day long. Nanny dear, give these musicians a little something, yes? Here you go, dears. God bless you. Ah, those poor folks. You don't have to play when your belly's full. Oh, Irina, good afternoon. I thought I heard you all out here. Look at me, Irinushka dear. Look how I live now. With Olga at the house provided by the high school. The good Lord gave me that for my old age. I've never lived this well in all my days, sinner that I am. The house is so big, all paid for out of the government's pockets, and I have my own room with a comfy bed all to myself. All on the government's tab. I wake up at night and, oh, Oh, Lord. Oh, Mother of God. No one is happier than me. I'm leaving soon, everyone. I have to go. I wish you all every... Um, all, all the very best. Uh, where is Maria Sergeyevna? She's somewhere around here. I'll find her. Please do. I don't have much time. I look to... Masha! Well, all good things must come to an end, and here we say goodbye. The town gave us a farewell luncheon. We, we drank champagne. The mayor spoke. I ate and listened politely, but in spirit, I was here with you. I, I've gotten very used to you. Will we ever see you again? Probably not. My wife and girls are staying here for another two months, so please, if anything happens or they need anything... Of course. Absolutely. Don't worry at all. Tomorrow there won't be one soldier left in town. It will all be recorded history. And of course, a new life starts for all of us. Nothing goes quite like we want it to. I didn't want to be headmistress, but even so, here I am. Which, of course, also means no Moscow. Well, thank you for everything. Please forgive me for all the times I wasn't the best. I've talked a lot, uh, an awful lot. And for that, I'm sorry. Don't hold it against me. I don't know what's keeping Masha. What else is there to say at goodbye? Uh, how about some philosophy? <laughs> uh, Life is hard, and to most of us, it looks pretty dreary and hopeless. However, we have to admit that it's becoming easier, and the point of it all is becoming clearer. And apparently, in the all-too-near future, it will be completely clear. I have to go. I really have to go. Up until now, mankind has been preoccupied with wars. 
stalking its history with campaigns, assaults, victories, losses. Now all of that is obsolete, and we're left with this massive, empty space, and nothing with which to fill it. But we're looking, and I think we'll find it. I just wish we could do it faster. If only we could add work to education, and education to work. I have to go, so I guess, I guess this is it. It's Masha. Alexander! I came to say goodbye. Goodbye. Enough, Masha, that's enough. (laughs) Do write to me. Don't forget. Masha, we have to let go. It's time. Olga Sergeyevna, please take care of her. It's time. I have to go. Please, Masha, it will be all right. Don't cry. Oh, Fyodor, how long have you been? They were only... It's okay. It's okay. I saw everything. It's okay. Let her cry. It's okay. My good Masha. My dear Masha. You are my wife. And I am happy, regardless of what happened here. I won't condemn you. I won't raise my voice. As Olga is my witness, we can start over. Let's relive how it was at first, how we used to be. And I'll never say a word about this. I'll never mention it. This dance A green oak by the sea And the chain of bright gold Is around it And the chain of bright gold is around it I'm losing my mind This Stands a green oak by the sea. Calm down, Masha. Calm down. Here, drink some water. I'm not crying anymore. She's not crying anymore. She's fine. There stands a green oak by the sea. And a chain of bright gold is around it. A green cat, a green oak. I'm so confused. Oh, my life is nothing. I don't feel anything. I'll, I'll calm down soon. But then, the. Mm, a green oak by the sea. Why is that in my head? I'm so confused. It's okay, Masha. Calm down. There's a clever girl. Let's go in the house. No, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in that house anymore. Then let's all sit here together 
in silence. After all, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yesterday, at school, I took away a fake mustache and beard from a wise-ass sophomore. Then later, I tried it on and looked in the mirror. I looked a bit like the German teacher. <laughs> Those kids are a menace. I'm sure it wasn't as bad as if you looked like Irina's German. Oh no! <laughs> Shut up, Masha! <laughs> I, I looked a lot like him, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, now here she comes. No! It's very simple. Mikhail Ivanovich Protopopov will visit with baby Sophie, while Andrei Sergeyevich will go for a walk with Bobik. I swear, these servants! I have such a hard time managing the children. Irina, I'm so sad you're leaving tomorrow. Stay another week. I've gotten so accustomed to being with you. Do you think it's easy to let you go? I'm moving Andre and his violin to your old room. Let him fiddle to his heart's content in there. Then Sophie will take his room, and that's that. Such a spectacular girl, truly gifted. Today, she looked up at me with those big eyes and said, Mama! She is a beauty, it's true. In short, tomorrow I'll finally have the house all to myself. First, I'll have the workers cut down that row of spruce trees. Then, the maples over there. In the evenings, they're so eerie and ugly. Irina, sweetie, that belt doesn't suit you at all. It's very tacky. You should wear something prettier. Next, I'm having flowers, flowers everywhere. They will give the house such a perfume. Why is there a fork lying on the bench out here? Don't you dare talk back to me. Look away. Temper, temper. They're leaving. Our boys are leaving. And that's the end. Bon voyage. I'd like to go home now. Where are my hat and coat? I took them into the house. I'll get them. Yes, we should go home. It's time. Okla Sergeyevna. What? What? Nothing. I don't know how to say it. I'll tell you privately. That can't be! Yes. It's a hell of a thing. I'm tired. Quite exhausted. I can't talk about this anymore. What does it matter anyway? What happened? Irina, this is a terrible day. I don't know how to tell you. What? Tell me right now. What is it? The Baron has just been killed in a duel. I'm worn down. I'm going to just have a seat right here. Yes, dears, cry it all out. This just might be my dying day. None of this matters. Oh, how this music plays. Everyone leaves us. One is gone completely and forever, and we're all left alone to start our lives again. We have to go on. We have to go on living. Come here, Irina. Lay your head here. The time will come 
when everyone will figure out what this life was for. What all this suffering was for. And there won't be any mystery. But until then, yes, we have to make a life. We have to work. Tomorrow, I'll be alone in the world. I'll teach at the school and devote my life to those in need. It's autumn now. Then winter will come and cover us with snow. But I will still work. I will. Come closer, we should hold each other. That music is so cheerful. It gives me the strength to go on. My God. Time will keep ticking by. And we'll be gone and forgotten someday. They'll forget our faces, our voices, and how many of us there were. But I know our struggles will pave the way for joy in the lives of whoever comes next. Peace and happiness will rule the world. And hopefully, all of us who are here now, well, we will be remembered with love and blessings. No, my loving sisters, our lives are not over. Let's live. Listen to that music. It plays so beautifully, so hopefully, that I think if we keep listening a little more, we'll figure out why we live, why we suffer. Why we're here. If we knew. If we only knew. This just might be my dying day. Whatever. None of this matters. If we knew. If only we knew.